Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome to episode 62 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles. So excited to be back with you. It has been a minute and a half. I am joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, coming at you from Austin, Texas. Um, he's, he's been the world traveler. Let's check in. Willie, what's up, man? I'm Christian Piles. Missed you, buddy. I missed you. I missed miss you. doing the show. I missed that badly. I, I just realized this is one of the first times we've done this show, A, live, and B, together uh, in quite some time. It's been a minute because uh, you're out here doing the people's work. You're going to Brazil. You're going to Bosnia, uh, giving the people what they want. And um, so you were at Cadet Worlds. You were at Bosnia last week. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're glad you're back, and we're glad to be coming at you. T- talk about your time out there uh, in uh, Europe. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I, it was very similar. It's, it, it's adjacent to um, um, Croatia, where I was last year for Junior Worlds, and, and very similar. Um, but I was in, it was pretty neat because I was in two uh, different hotels. I was in the Greco Hotel early and then the Freestyle Hotel later in the week, and they were kind of in like two different, two different um, parts of the city. You know, the, the one that was close, the Greco um, Hotel was close to the venue. I walked back and forth there. Uh, from the venue to the hotel every day, and that was co- sort of like in a little village type thing, right? Right. A little community type thing. And then the the Freestyle Hotel was about a half hour bus ride away, and uh, and that was more in the city, city, you know. Right. So it was it was it was really cool to get to see both uh, different parts of of Sarajevo. Good, good. You are a man of very particular culinary tastes. Um, <laughs> contrast. The food in Brazil and the food in food in Bosnia. Well, which had a better situation for you? Well, from what I'm told, um, I get out of the venue late every night in in um, Bosnia, like super late. Like that, uh, my options were limited. Most things were closed, and and the the freestyle coaches would, you know, ask me and the women's coaches, "You want to go out? You know, you want, we're going to grab something. To eat. We're going to grab a good meal." Um, but I just had too much work to do, uh, especially considering the vi- the venue, the internet at the venue wasn't great, right? By so, not great, you mean like borderline dial-up. Right. Great. So I had to come back to the hotel, and, and the, the internet at the hotel was like the fastest I've ever seen. <laughs> so um, I would come back to the hotel and have to finish up my work. Um, so I, long story short, I didn't get to go out. Um, too often, but these guys were coming back. Jamil and Esposito and 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 um, Yanni's father and and Dayton Fix's father. They were coming back with these um, pictures, these amazing pictures of restaurants that overlooked the city and all the lights at night, and it was like really cool. And and they said that the food was amazing, and and but I didn't get to experience any of that. So what I'm saying is, it's there. The good food is there. I just okay. I didn't get this. So you can get, you can get you can't give us the rundown of the food. All right, you know what, Willie? Normally we kind of ease into when when we get fired up. I can't wait any longer to talk about this because I I don't know anybody matter about this than probably you and maybe me. The the Dayton fix call, whatever you want to call it, when he lost in the in the semis or the quarters actually, um, was as bad as a. As a cause, I saw in cadets and juniors combined. So um, why don't you lay the groundwork, and we'll talk about why it was so completely terrible. You thought it was terrible too? Oh, it un- unconscion- thought- unconscionably bad. Unconscionably really? You bad. You thought it was that bad? Because I, 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 I thought-, thought it was so bad. Because if if you're gonna call it, then it, it is. I I watch a heck of a lot of wrestling. You do not see. The fling the whole call there ever 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 well, and if you do if that's when you're gonna call it it is so incredibly inconsistent and oh by the way the the Russian literally sprints away from him the last 15 seconds well this is this is mildly disappointing because I thought I, I thought I would have to argue with you and convince you oh no it, but, it, it was it was awful but um yeah I, I thought it was terrible for a lot of reasons and and the first, um, so I worked with, I worked alongside of Bill May from 
UWW, um, the, the journalist there, great guy, um, awesome guy, very helpful. Um, but, <laughs> you know, he, he's an American. He spent time in Japan, lives in, lives in Prague now. And so his, his sort of American um, loyalties or sympathies are muted. Um, and so when I say, you know, I went back to him and I was like, I was like, Bill, that is unreasonable. That is ridiculous. It's audacious. And he's like, would you be saying the same thing if it was another country? And so let's get that out of the way right now. Let's get that out of the way right now. I would not want to see, I don't want to, if that happens in the Olympics, if that happens at Worlds, I don't want to see Mongolia lose to Canada that way. I don't want to see Azerbaijan lose to Egypt that way. I don't want to see any, no matter what country they're from, I don't want to see any matches determined that way. I don't want to see two wrestlers go out there and fight their tails off for it to ultimately be decided by a guy that, all he has to do is hold up one hand this way and one hand with a uh, thumb up. I, like, no, you can't determine it that way. So, um, let's get let's be clear right now that this is not a biased thing. This is not an American thing. Yeah, I I don't think. Uh, I'm sorry. I that's my entire point is I I watched a lot. You've watched a lot. There, there's a reason that sticks out. You don't see fleeing the hold there. Both guys wrestled that entire match. Uh, I mean, there's here's here's why you can't make that call. Uh, number one, because you're determining the match. You know, you can't. Fifteen seconds left. I mean, you can't. You're determined. You're giving the match to somebody. I mean, you're ultimately giving the match to somebody. Now, I am all for a caution and one if the guy is running, but like Dayton Fix continually engaged he was not fleeing anything now was he getting moved around when he engaged sure, sure. he was yeah. but he was engaging he wasn't running he wasn't fleeing the uh, the underhook i think made it look a little worse than it was but you know as a referee you have to understand that too um how do you how do you get out of an underhook you have to pummel out right you have to clear it i mean dayton wasn't running Period. And he certainly wasn't running the way the Russian looked like pre-Fontaine at the end of the match. Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, it, it was so inconsistent with anything I've seen. It was, you know, it's the kind of thing that makes you paranoid about, um, you know, what well, what's really going on here to make it that call at that moment against an American who's wrestling a Russian. I mean, those, those are the kind of things that they pop in your head, fair or not. Right, Willie? I mean, that's... That's kind of how yeah. I think. I mean, I'm not tinfoil conspiracy theory guy, but at the same time, well, what am I supposed to think? I've never, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. All I can tell you is what I've seen, and I've seen plenty of guys clearing underhooks like that for a whole match, and I've seen tons of actual fleeing the holes not called. But in that moment, you're calling it Russia versus USA. What am I supposed to think? Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't get into the. There's uh, look. There was a lot of stuff going on there about improprieties. I'll say that. Um, what do you mean? There, I mean, there was there was theories about there was theories about payoffs. There was theories about cheating refs. There was theories about theories about um, well, the United States and India came into the day tied with 21 points, uh, and India was the ref in that match. Um, I'm not getting in. I'm not, I'm not going to get into all that. That's 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 speculation, and you can you can bring it up as a as a talking point. But um, I just think the ref at the end of the day made a made a bad call, a, a call that you cannot make. And and look, it really it really burns you because you you go you train for all this time to win a world title, and you go and you. And the ref decides the match, right? Yeah. But in a much bigger, I mean, is there a much bigger thing than attempting to win a world title? Not, not really. I mean, that's the biggest stage in the sport. But uh, I'm not trying to marginalize it, but it is cadets, right? Right. Um, but this is why it's that call and that situation is something that needs to be addressed because it's bigger than that moment. And, and, and this is why. Because if you could make that call in that situation, 
you could see a lot of matches being being busted. You could see if if there's officials that look at that match um, and say I'm allowed to call it this way, you could see a lot of shady stuff go on at the World Olympic level. Oh, um, it is if you're allowed to make that call in that situation, it's really scary. Pandora's box is open, and you really mm-hmm. you can put your you have to put yourself in a situation. And and let's be clear. The the Russian very well could have scored a point. I mean it it was it was so dicey on the edge of the mat and, th- and that wasn't I, I felt like Dayton didn't make the in match adjustments to really put that match away. Oh, I didn't either. Like after look, after the match, um I had to work in, in, in the arena after the Repashaga was all done and everything. Um so I was at the arena for about an hour, hour and a half when it's completely empty. And then I'm gonna go grab I'm gonna go grab a sandwich or something. I'm gonna go grab a, a soda or something. So I walk down the I walk down the street, and Derek Fix is sitting there, and, and his father and his uh, and his wife. And I sat there and I had a beer with him. And uh, the the first thing out of his mouth was, "Hey, I'll tell you, Dayton didn't wrestle the way he needed to wrestle, but." That was a horrible call. So yeah, they right, they exactly. know, right? His own father knows that he didn't wrestle his best. No. Um and and right, so and I said, you know, Derek, to run the risk of like making you mad, I think he could have made this adjustment and that adjustment. And he said, Will, you're not making me mad. That's exact you know, that's you're hundred percent right. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't make up for the call. And it, that's it doesn't. It no. really doesn't. Um so Dayton and and we watched the tape right there at the time. It's on my computer. You know, we watched the tape and, and you know Dayton could have, they could have gave um, the Russian a push out earlier than that, right? Mm-hmm. There's one. There's one example. There's one instance where you know, the Russian maybe should have had a push out on a, on an exchange. Um, so I I don't know if I believe in any conspiracy theories. Mm. How? But the call. It is the call that I'm keep going back to. The call was terrible, and it's it's a much bigger issue because it could be replicated and applied um, in so many scenarios. In so many scenarios. Oh my and goodness! In in, in in, I hate to say it, but in much higher stakes. Oh, tre- tremendous! We could see it next week at the uh, at Worlds. No, I mean we will see. Put it this way, Willie: we are going to see far more egregious evasion of action. And at Vegas, that won't be called caution in one. But we, we, I just don't know. I just don't know how you can, how can you, how you can engage. Okay, these guys, these guys wrestle. Um, they they have a flurry. They get back to neutral. Dayton engages. Dayton is the one that comes to 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 tie up, and then you call him for fleeing. I, I don't know how you make that leap. No. So I think we're in agreement. Uh, you might want to scrap over that one, but I, I don't I don't know how you can watch that call and be like, yeah, that's consistent with what we see on the world level at, at all times. So it, it was bad. Um, but th- there was a lot of good that happened at, at the Oh, at absolutely. The um, and and there, was a, there was a lot of uh, – I, I felt like there were so many moments you're just like, a lot of moments of tension and there were moments where, where the guys scared me a little bit our our edge wrestling is dicey at the at that age level well our our we, we yeah, made, but you, could, you could say you could say that well edge wrestling and closing out matches I, yeah are, yeah are yeah things, are the two things that i noticed and you might be able to attribute um the edge wrestling more to more to the cadets, but both both the juniors and the cadets didn't close matches correctly or didn't finish off matches. I mean, I think um, three gold medalists and and Dayton with a bronze is is Webster um, with a bronze. Webster with a bronze, uh, D'Amelio with a fifth. Um, I think that's great, right? But we left a lot oh, of matches on the table. So we left nice. a lot of matches on the table, and and I'm talking about. The girls too, and I'm talking about juniors too. I mean, for as successful as the last couple of weeks, I, I mean, I, I think it's 
very I think we were we had a very great performance in both. But I also am um, convinced that we could have done a lot better. You know, uh, Pico lets a match get away. Hall lets a match get away. Gavin Teasdale gives up a four on the edge. Joe Grello essentially was the better wrestler in two different. Maybe went zero and two, and I thought he was the better wrestler, but he didn't finish off. He didn't. He didn't one match he didn't finish off the match, and the next match he didn't finish his takedowns. So, um, you know, the girls at the girls at juniors blew late leads. Um, I don't know if it's an age thing or a composure thing, or they let the moment get to him or whatever. I mean, Gavin Teasdale was the better wrestler in that match. Oh, no, no uh, question. Right, he's the better. He, he's out wrestling the whole entire time. There's ten seconds left to go. The kid comes upper body. Gavin doesn't know exactly what to do in that moment. He's in a position that he doesn't want to be in. He's not comfortable in. He's running. I mean, maybe he's trying to protect the lead, but. He lets the guy get to a position. He gets forward, and he loses four three. On I mean, the edge, when he could have just given up the the step the out. Step out, right? So the, there was a lot of oh, uh, like kind of gut wrenching losses, like where we weren't. You know, you don't feel like you're outclassed. I don't feel like Pico Hall Butler in his semi loss. I thought he was the better guy. Um, Grello, yeah. Grello should have won, uh, and maybe should have is is a strong word. But at the same time, it's very reasonable to see how Grello could get a bronze or, or make the finals. Grello, the guy that Grello lost to early made the finals, and he was winning with like 15 seconds left. Yeah, um, right. So Grello could have made the finals, and Teasdale certainly should have medaled, and I think the coaches really feel that way too. And, you know, it's – but at the same time, it's like, you know what? They are having these gut-wrenching losses, but they're happening. they're happening now, and they're learning now. And it's not going to happen when they're 23-year-old seniors at the World Championships. They're learning the really, really, really hard lessons right now. And I think eh, that's some of the good you can take away from it is that Gavin Teasdale's not – I promise you he's going to step out next time. I promise you Gable Stevenson is not going to concede half the mat and, and give up so many easy steps. Right, outs. yeah. Gable, Gable, you know, that's the one that gets lost because, you know, when you, win, when you win gold um, – you did everything right, but he, there, there were there were points in his. There was a lot a lot of um, instances where he was giving up easy pushouts. Easy, easy, and he he uh, to his credit, he adjusted those. He still was conceding a lot of the mat, but he was able to like switch positions and give get a lot of step outs there. I still think he was rolling the dice, and I think he would probably admit, and I think many people believe that wasn't. And this is the scary part. That was not the best Gable Stevenson nope. performance. Nope. Not, it was hon- not honestly not close. And that's a scary, uh, but be encouraging, um, because he's got more to give. And and he is, I mean, he's 15 daggone years old. And to be the youngest at the heavyweight class, and win. I mean, the youngest. He's a first year cadet, I believe. So it's uh, yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, I said I don't. I don't get into conspiracy theories about all that stuff, but there were serious indications that <laughs> those guys were not the correct age. Yeah. I mean, Just the, the uh, test or no, what? no, they were, the kids were telling the other, the kids were telling the Americans. Oh, really? They were just telling them. Yeah. Can't really prove it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that's problematic. So like, uh, one, well, from juniors, everyone says the guy that Pico lost to is crazy old. And then the well, guy that Dayton you know, lost to, you were told was 21. I don't know if that was confirmed. Well, I was told – remember when we were at Akron? Yeah. That, Jamil, that, Jamil, told us that, Jamil told us that a Russian contact said, um, you know, our, our guy at 54 is pretty good – you know, of course, he's 20 or 21, but he's he's pretty good, <laughs> right? And he just said it matter-of-factly. And then um, I heard after we got back, I got a text message that um, Vitaly Raju from New York was, was at a Russian camp with both the 54 and 58 uh, working out with them and that they are 19 and 20. Like, like he knows for a fact that they're older. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, that's that's happening, and I don't know how you. I mean, I don't they, know how you, I don't know how you. Um, how do you prove it? I, mean, I don't know how you police that either. And and what from you know what I'm told is that that the reason the reason they're willing to let 
kids that are too old. It's not just to win. It's that um, uh, they're, they're, you know, these other countries are set up as clubs. Um, it's not exactly a you know, school system like we have. And, and the funding from the state, for, from the country, if you win, you know, the club gets money based on how well you do at these tournaments. Right. So, so you know, if they if they need a twenty year old to wrestle cadets to win a medal and get more money, that's what they're going to do. Correct. Correct. So another interesting point. Another interesting point too is that um, the Indian, somebody from India, um, said to Yanni, "Well, how much did you win? You know, how much, how much did you win?" And Yanni's like, wait, wait, "I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you mean." And they're like, "Well, how much did? How much are you going to get paid because you won gold?" And so Yanni's like, nothing. I had to, I had to pay $2,000 to come to this tournament, (laughs) you know? Uh, So, um, yeah, they get paid. Right. And, and I don't, I I honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, No, just not our system. Right. Right. Um, that's pretty cool that they get paid in my, in my opinion, but, um, the, you know, the age thing, is unsavory, uh, you know, and, 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 um, you know, Pico losing to Mamadoff, in my opinion, is a, almost a different category in and of itself because a Pico should have won that match and B, I don't care if the guy's 25, he should, Pico should be winning that match anyway. And C Mamadoff was a cadet last year. So if he's been lying about his age, he's been lying about his age for five years. So I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So who knows with that? We, um, yeah, I, I think, I think we should be encouraged by our, by our age level wrestling and and yeah, how, sure. how well we're doing there. Um, which I think segues se- seamlessly into our next topic. The uh, you sent a, a tweet that was so audacious, <laughs> so offensive, so beyond what is uh, an acceptable viewpoint. I'm gonna read it right here. August 31, 31st, not 31st. If my kid was an elite wrestler or even had the potential to be elite, he wouldn't wrestle in high school. Just saying. Uh, yeah, that stirred up some stuff. Audacious. You know what? I Look, man, this whole Twitter thing, maybe I'm not cut out for Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I because, co- co-sign. Uh, because, I, I mean, I speak my mind and, like, it gets, like, I guess I shouldn't say some of the things I say, but like people take them the wrong way. Uh, to me, I don't know. Maybe I'm an old head. To me, Twitter, I, 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 I throw stuff out there, and but this is, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with this. I don't, I don't even hmm. think it's, a, I don't even think it's a, a, like a topic. I think it's just the truth. Uh, any kid that but has yet, the potential to be elite. Everyone, but everyone's response were. I mean, some people responded with outright, like, it was heresy. Like, I'm the devil. Yeah, uh, that's close. Now, now, a lot of people are jumping to conclusions about what that statement that's less than 140 characters, um, what what's in there, because they're, they're, they're supposing that I'm, I'm hinting at things, you know. I mean, well, if, if, High school wrestling goes to the club scene. It's it's doomed. Where did I say that? I did not say that high school wrestling should go cl- the club route. What I'm saying is, and I okay, I, like again, when I write an article, I I uh, edit it. You know, right? I mean, I I think about it a little bit more than when I'm firing off a tweet. And so, I shouldn't have said my kid. I mean, it could be anybody's kid. Um, I, I you know. Also in there, it could be, you know, what the kid's choice is, right? I'm not saying that you have to. I'm saying I would advise him to do so. Why? Uh, um, it's easy, man. I mean, what, what, do, what do some of these kids get out of wrestling high school? By the time they're a senior, they are going to walk through their freaking tournament. They're going to walk through their season. There is absolutely no... They're wasting their time, man. They are wasting their time. And, and what of what of uh, 
Kyle Snyder would have wasted his time. Aaron Pico would have been wasting his time. You know what? Mark Hall this season is going to waste his time. Yanni Dakamahalas, wasting his time. Uh, Yanni got two more years to high school, and and <laughs> he's going to be spending six to eight months going through the motions. Okay. Um, well, first of all, where does – so, so what is your suggestion that these kids do? I don't know. I mean, I mean, if I'm Mark Hall, I'm going to OTC, right? Yanni, but I, uh, I don't know. You know, there's people, some people's responses were, well, let the kid live his life. Yeah, yep, let him live his life, man. If, if, if Mark Hall's decision is he wants to wrestle with his teammates and he wants the high school experience, I get that. I get that. What I'm saying is, if I'm advising, if, if if it's if I'm advising somebody, if somebody's asking my opinion, if, if my son was asking dad, what's what's the best route for me? I said, I, I'm saying, do you want to improve? Do you want to you want the best situation for you to improve? The best situation for you to improve is to challenge yourself and to learn as much as you can. Um, it's not for Yanni to wrestle the New York state schedule. There's, there's certain states out there too that, I mean, these are, these are all individual cases, right? And I think, I think, um, well, I think part of the like, issue okay. with your tweet, you said the potential to be elite, but you're talking about like, so who are you really talking about? Are you talking about three kids? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking okay. about a couple kids a year. Maybe you should have said that. Cause you said the potential. Well, that's, to be what, that's what I'm saying about. That's what I'm saying about Twitter. You fire off a tweet and everybody, makes these suppositions or you didn't really word it right. And, and people jump on, you know, jump on it. I'm, and I'm not going to write a thesis on Twitter. So ever since I sent that tweet, I'm like, we'll talk about it on FRL and I'll explain what I'm saying. Right. Um, and, and okay. So look at Spencer Lee, right? Let's talk about a Spencer Lee. Now Spencer Lee is in a different situation. I mean, he'll, he's going to smash everybody, but at least he gets to go to Ironman. At least he gets to wrestle in PA Big School. At least he gets to wrestle in Powerade. Yanni can't do those things. Mark right. Hall can't. Mark Hall can't do those things. Mark Hall will wrestle in one uh, semi-elite tournament called the Clash, where the, <laughs> it's a dual tournament. So, so he may not get hit the best it, guy. He may not hit the best guy, and he may not hit. He might may not hit the best one the, the team with the best one seventy pounder, and if he does hit the team with the best one seventy pounder, they might move him so they could try and win the duel. I mean, he Mark Hall might not wrestle uh, um, a ranked guy. A, a, a ranked guy. He pro probably won't wrestle a ranked guy all year. Yanni Dakmahalis probably won't wrestle a ranked guy all year. And before you say that I'm making decisions for Yanni Dakmahalis or Mark Hall, I had a. This stemmed from a conversation with Yanni's father. Okay. Uh, like what, what is the best for Yanni? What should I do? I don't know if I, my kid should – I don't know if it's the best thing for my kid to wrestle a New York State schedule. Um, so uh, to me, it's a no-brainer. I mean, uh, to me, this is not controversial. I, I, mean, I, I want – I'm trying to draw you out. Right. I'm trying to what get – did was right. What Kyle Snyder did was right. Kyle Snyder would have wrestled his senior year and – I mean, he could have slept walk through it. And that's including going to Iron Man. That's including going to Power Eight. All right. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to get you on the record with your actual feelings on the folk style freestyle problem, on the college wrestling, how you feel about that, because you have some um, outlandish opinions that I'm trying to get out there. I'm trying to draw you out. You don't think guys uh, should be wrestling folk style. You're against in a way, college wrestling. I want you to speak more to that. Oh, where are you picking that up at? Because you, oh, you and Emil and your freestyle, we should only be doing freestyle. Folk style's holding us back. Folk style's hurting us. It, it, it is. Okay, but, let's go. But it is, but um, that's, that's in the eye of the, I mean, what do you want to do? That, that's not a decision for me to make. Right. If you're, you got to, that's, that's it's, it's, a, it's untrue. It's untrue. What it, what's untrue? That college folks, that folk style wrestling is, is just, just hurting our, us in freestyle and that. Um, of course it does. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting. How? 
I mean, for the simple fact, for the simple fact that you're training, I mean, every second that you, every second that you spend trying to get out from bottom, every second that you spend trying to turn someone from top or ride, that's a, that's a second you're not spending freestyle position. That's a waste of your freestyle time. I mean, that, I mean, it's not even debatable. Yeah, it is. That's not. How is that debatable? Uh, well, there's things How that just. If that were that true, you're if working, you're, you're training techniques that don't apply to the other style. That's not debatable. Yeah. That's a that that does not apply to the other style. That's not a. I mean, what are you talking about? Well, that's like that's like saying um, you can train in badminton and it'll help your basketball game. Yeah, I mean, those two are are similarly related to folk style and freestyle okay, wrestling. Okay. All right. Tell let, me how, tell me how a cross wrist. Tell me how a stand-up works. How can 22-year-old Russians beat our 16-year-old guys? Yanni Jokmahalis trains folk style until April. Makes I, the switch in April and wins Cadet Worlds. How can how come on in our system, if training freestyle exclusively is such an advantage, how come like more than half of our, our freestyle world team made it right out of college their first year? I mean, Jake it's Herbert right. to this, to this. All right, for I'll just go example comparing, by example. It's comparing Americans to Americans that makes zero sense. Uh, no, it does not. It does not make zero sense. Listen, how does Tony Ramos make the world team over a guy, Angel Escobedo, who's been training freestyle exclusively for years? If that is such an advantage, Angel Escobedo was fifth in the world. How does he beat that guy? Um, the, that next year, right out of college, that doesn't make sense. Tony Ramos has been training uh, to get out on bottom. He's been working tight waist tilts. Um, how does Jake Herbert's best performance ever happen the one year he gets out of out of college? And then he doesn't make the world team. Brent Metcalf makes the world team his first year out of college. Then once he starts training freestyle year-round, he loses to Freyer and loses to Tion Ware. How does that happen? That makes no sense. Okay, does it make sense... To learn a, to 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 drill stand-ups, does it make sense to drill leg passes? Does it make sense to drill cross-body rides when none of them apply to freestyle? Well, explain this to me. How how does this make sense? How does Tion Ware beat Metcalf? He was already on the world team. Now he can't beat him when he starts tra- focusing I, on freestyle. Listen, we're talking. I, I'm talking about. I'm talking about training something. You, you're giving... And we have clear evidence that that it it really doesn't matter much. The the evidence, if it if what you're saying is true, that f- training freestyle exclusively will help your freestyle wrestling, then there will be evidence of it. There is evidence. It's the, called... the evidence is not there. I'm giving you all the evidence. Jordan Burroughs makes it right out of college and is the best wrestler on earth wrestling folk style. It's called. Did you ever look at world results? How's the USA doing, bud? We're. That doesn't matter because oh. we should. It doesn't. It doesn't because if it's all about training freestyle year round, well, maybe, then maybe the guys that are training freestyle year round shouldn't be making the team. Maybe maybe the United States has bad freestyle coaches. I don't know. Okay. All I know is that all I know is that you cannot tell me that um, you cannot tell me that you can drill things that don't apply to the sport and that's better for you. You can't tell me that just because Tion Ware beat this guy and Freyer beat that guy. I'm just, it, James Green makes the world team over the returning rep after a, a full call. How is it happening, Willie? How is this happening? If training freestyle is such an advantage right. and folk style you're, is such a detriment, how is should, just explain to me how this happens? How does it happen? Maybe, no, you're right. We should train folk style for freestyle. I think what I think we should have, I think the OTC should fully convert to folk style. Um, I think that would prepare us for Okay, you're deflecting because there's you have no oh, reason. Oh, that's what you're saying. According to you, according to you, so the best... much of the sports are completely translatable. You're focusing on the few small positions. I mean, these guys are working on uh, freaking. They're working on these leg attacks. They're working on so many things that translate. And you're gonna point out the the top wrestling and the, yeah. you're focusing on the Russia, little Russia. things. Russia, Azerbaijan, uh, Iran. They have these 21-year-olds that beat our 28-year-olds. Um, and, and, and you're saying but that... But our 16-year-olds beat their 22-year-olds. How are we having all this age-level success? What are you talking about? Russia Russia had way more 
medals than we did. Uh, got, the, the, the gap wasn't even just because we have a couple phenoms. The, Russia and Iran. So any you know, we any even, spot where we have we success, close to them. any spot where we have success, it's just because we have phenoms there. I mean, last year. How about last year, juniors? We almost won junior worlds. That doesn't make sense. That yeah. doesn't. Gabe Dean gets third at NCAA's, and then with very limited folk uh, freestyle experience. Remember this, Gabe Dean, very limited freestyle experience, makes the world team, and gets bronze in a, at a tough weight. How does that happen? Explain to me. Someone with well, limited he also, had, he also had he also had Joey McKenna and Aaron Pico and Kyle Snyder who all wrestled a year exclusively freestyle. That's all well, of them. Uh, that's not true. Joey McKenna absolutely did not. You're confused. Joe, You're confused. What was Joey McKenna doing? He was wrestling for Blair Academy. Not coming off that year. Yes, he was. You're he confused. Took a year off. No, he took last year off. He took this season that just occurred off. The season before that, I was there. I watched him win Iron Man. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Um, and Snyder has wrestled plenty. Of, yeah, Snyder did wrestle. But Kyle Snyder also won Junior Worlds coming right off of folk, folk style season. And he was third the year he trained freestyle. And I'm not saying he was worse then. Um, we all know what really happened. You, I, you, I'll tell you what. You're putting up a heck of an argument. You are right. I think that everybody should train folk style for freestyle. No, I'm saying I it, think that's what we should why do. Why is it? Why is it? I think I'm gonna. I mean, I hope Brandon Slay is listening, and I hope. How does um, this happen? Hope, just explain to me how it happens, Willie. That, I really hope that Coach Burnett and Coach Zadik are listening, so that they can start implementing your training. I'm giving facts. You're giving sarcasm because you have hit. nothing to refute it, Willie. Maybe There's nothing can, you uh, can say. Maybe they can hit. Like I would practice switches. I would practice stand up. Switches are actually pretty relevant, actually. Tony Ramos would, hit a switch and scored on I Rahimi. Would, so. I mean, that would be the focus of my of training camp. Explain. Uh, see, you all you can do is deflect with sarcasm uh, instead of. Get, not, explain to me how this is happening. Just explain. Because it's happening training in the United freestyle. States. It's happening in the United States. It's not, it's not helping us at freaking worlds or overseas by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, at the Olympics, we had two champs out of what seven weights. That's pretty good for for a country, you know. Like we're we're not doing terribly. It's not if if folk style hurt us so bad, how can we have this success? It doesn't make sense. I didn't say. You, I'm not saying it hurts. I'm saying it doesn't help. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, obviously. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's not even. I, I can't. I don't understand how this is even a question. Uh, let me ask you this, Christian. In the simplest terms, in the simplest terms, would freestyle training help freestyle performance more, or would folk style help free, folk style training help freestyle performance more? Uh, I don't know. Obviously, freestyle. <laughs> but what? There you go. That's I, all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But you want you want to. T talk about college wrestling. How you don't want uh, you you know you don't think guys should be wrestling in college. It doesn't make I mean, we, sense. You know we talked about this for eight minutes. When the bottom line is freestyle training helps freestyle more than folk style training does. That's all I'm saying, bro. Th then why do these guys make world teams over guys that are only training freestyle? That is my point. Well, how does that happen? That makes no sense. Uh, what? I just asked a question. You answered affirmatively. So how does this happen? So, I don't so, know. All right, we're on the same page. All I know, all I, I don't know, man. All I know is that if I want to run the ball, I'm not, I'm not practicing passes all day. Okay. I mean, it, right? That, I mean, it just, just at a, at a very basic level, at the simplest, in the simplest of terms, right? The, uh, the, shouldn't freestyle training? Promote freestyle more than folk style? Guys should be training training all styles. And I think it, it starts with the youth. I mean, how do Verclearen and, and, and Spencer do what they do? They have good coaches, coaches that encourage um, wrestling the different styles. That's what it comes down to. If we had guys that came up in coaching systems that encourage folk, yeah, I'm, free, I'm, and Greco. You're looking for empirical data. I, I'm saying theoretically, right? Theoretically. Freestyle, freestyle training. There's a reason they don't wrestle folk style at the OTC. There's some folk style instincts that I think 100% contributed to to Yanni winning. I mean, there there's some things that the, some positions we get up in where the foreign competition looks like 
the they've never been there before. That that's happening. I'm not saying it's a full time thing, but I refuse to let a- anyone with their uh, a freestyle agenda to tell me that folk style is is hurting us. I'll tell you, when I'll it's tell you, so clearly not sir. hurting us. Uh, I I believe we have no. issues with um, youth level and high school coaching. I think that's a problem. That most clubs are just folk style only. That's a problem. Right, but that's uh, for sure. And it's the problem is the ego of the of the coaches because they, they don't know how to they don't know how to coach freestyle. One hundred percent. These club coaches don't know how to coach freestyle, so they go, oh, you know, we're not going to do freestyle. That's not good. We're going to go folk all year round. Well, yep. you're hurting your, your students. That is the that to me is our biggest problem is the coaching from youth through high school, it's too folk style centric. If guys had balance, if they trained, you know, freestyle and Greco in the spring and summer, across the board, I think our results uh, would be even even better. I think that's what holding us is, is what um, holds us back. We don't have more guys that are coached properly. Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense, though. That well, you know, it took Yanni... You know, you saw the progression in Yanni's freestyle, right? There's a pretty good example where he went from he went from really good folk styler that had a couple issues, not issues, it just, you know, a learning curve to get up to speed with freestyle, right? The positions and the feels, right? Right. And in a couple months, he's he's up to speed in wrestling at a world level. So yeah. it's like it doesn't it doesn't hurt you. It it in it maybe it helps you. Maybe the the grind of, of folk style tournaments and matches are are helping our guys. They're certainly helping them make teams over guys who are training freestyle exclusively. That, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe maybe the guys that are maybe the guys that are training freestyle exclusively, right? Maybe. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to talk crap on anybody or any situation. Or, or uh, I don't know, right? But maybe. Maybe Escobedo wasn't doing the right things. I don't know. Maybe he could have done something different. Was, Met- like, was Metcalf not doing I, the right things? I don't know. I'm just – listen, th- those matches come down to uh, close points and, and like uh, – But he won those points the year before, and then the next two years he didn't. Yeah. I don't know. All, all I know is that you can't tell me that a folk style practice – Helps your freestyle more than a freestyle practice. I, I'm not saying a folk style practice. I mean, maybe the grind of of folk style. Maybe it's preparing guys a little. But better. that's that's that that's different, right? Well, maybe why don't you apply the why don't you? That's not has anything to do with technique. Maybe you apply the apply the grind. Why don't you have a grinding freestyle system? Maybe that would be the best. Okay. Right. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It, it's. Yeah, I don't know. All I'm saying is, by definition, you don't, you don't. A is better for A than B is better. Would you? you know I mean? a, a, another thing I, that you haven't really you don't brought practice up. foul shots to hit home runs. Okay. Like, um, completely different. What? Talk about your your position on elite wrestlers wrestling in college. I don't know. That'd be a tough one. That, that's a tough one. I know this is going to be highly unpopular. I know I'm going to get shredded for it. I know that every person in America is going to come out of the woodwork uh, and say that's this is that's stupid. Willie is an idiot, right? But <laughs> I don't know if I mean I don't know if I would want my kid to wrestle in college. Why? Because it's hard. Because it's it's ridiculous. It it I mean, it it is intense and it takes a toll on your body. And I mean, it, it would it would it would have to depend on right. I I think it's again it's whatever whatever your goals are, whatever your status is. Um, so what is this kid kid X? What is what are his, you know? Okay, I'll say this. Aaron Pico made the right decision. Okay. He like a hundred a hundred percent behind Aaron Pico's decision. Okay. For him, for his goals. Um, now, if right, if if Stevan Micic said, you know, uh, you know, he's a, he's a guy that's very vocal about his goals are freestyle, not so much college. Uh, if 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 Micic decided, hey, I'm not wrestling in college, I'm saving I'm saving my vigor 
for freestyle. I'm not going to get beat up in college. I'm not going to come away with um, a, a hip or a, or a, or a shoulder. I would, I would see nothing wrong with that whatsoever. It's a grueling, grinding. The way college wrestling is now, these guys come away like wounded warriors, man. They're banged up. They're beat up. They make weight a couple times a week. They, uh, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. And I wouldn't, uh, I, if you go the freestyle route instead of college, I think that's the right way for some people. I mean, I at least respect it. And, and I don't think that, I don't think that America, um, American wrestling fans, I think they think it's heresy because, in our opinion, NCAA wrestling rules the roost. I think, for for me, personally, we, I mean, let's let's say this person wins an Olympic championship. I mean, that guarantees nothing in, in life. Uh, you know, hey, again, I, I think there there is such a strong correlation between uh, education. And and college degrees more so than even Olympic championships. Plenty of hey. those are ending up on eBay. And you got uh, got guys that don't have education that th- they have no options at well, twenty two years. Old. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. Um, this is a, what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is for everybody. Just like I'm not saying that uh, high school, not wrestling your high school schedule is for everybody. It's for the people. I think it's an alternative solution, and I think it's a good alternative solution for some people. And uh, not wrestling in college in, and not going to college is not mutually exclusive. Stefan Micic could go to Michigan and never wrestle a match for him and get an education. Aaron Pico is going to college. He will have a college degree, and he, you know, whether he win, ever wins an Olympic medal or not, he's, it, it, he's not going to be lost. He's going to have a college education. Sure. He's gonna have a diploma. Uh, I think I mean, these things aren't these things aren't mutually exclusive. It's here's, not like here's what well, I'll say: you can, you can either wrestle in college, or you can be a right. A, an idiot, or you can. I, everybody knows that. Everybody that's, knows that. Everybody knows no, that. That's not everybody knows it. You just said that. No. You just said no. you just said plenty of them are ending up on eBay because they don't. Uh, some don't go to college. Everyone knows you have the right to go to college. You don't lose the right to go to college. That's everybody. Well, I'm knows. not suggesting. I'm not suggesting that you abandon an education because you don't want to wrestle freaking folk style. It's not an either or proposition. Well, I, I think that athletics gives kids opportunities educationally that they would not get otherwise. And we see it in every sport guys get into schools that they would never, ever get into without their athletic abilities. So you set yourself up for a, a, a world-class education that you would never get just on your academic merits. And I think guys passing that up at times, and I'm not painting a broad, broad uh, stroke here either, but at times you're passing up on a education you would never ever get if you weren't good at wrestling. And I think passing that up at times is is a huge mistake. And I think that uh, some people that's that's yeah. that's lost on. Well, right. right. Well, maybe there, there's also kids, right? And that's fair. And I'm I'm not. But I'm saying I'm not saying that this is for everybody, man. I'm not I'm not saying make bad decisions. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying make bad decisions because you want to wrestle freestyle, not folk. I'm saying for what your goals are, you know, for what your goals are, apply them, you know, in the right manner in the way the way you want. There's also kids, you know, there's also kids that could go to Harvard that don't and go to Iowa. Right, I mean, that that's what they choose to do because they want to be a good. Re- I mean, there's there's it goes both ways. Okay, okay. Um, I think I think we've done enough here, enough damage. I mean, don't it's right. I mean, Michigan's a very good school, right? Michigan's a very good school. What I mean, and Northwestern's a very good school. Meechus could go to school there and. Just wrestle freestyle. He could get a degree, yeah, and practice freestyle all day long. Uh well, I mean, I, I don't know the financial situation for anybody, but you know, be nice to have that education paid for. Uh, well, right. I'm again. It's you apply it to the situation. This isn't a broad thing like everybody should do this. Okay. All right. As as long as that's clear, because I well, it, hey, I just want you to understand it's out there. Um, you know. 
college wrestling's the devil. College wrestling's bad. So uh, it is. It's out. It is out. It's out there. Who says that? The, a lot of people think our entire college system is is bad. Who? Who? I don't know. It's other it's than me. There. Sentiment. What, you want me to say people's names? What do you, what do you want? I, I, That's... I haven't heard too many people say... Uh, I mean... Please. Lord, are you kidding me? People think that NCAA Division One wrestling is the end-all, be-all. That's why we're even having this discussion. Because anytime I say... Anytime I say... When I send out a tweet, maybe it's not... Maybe college wrestling, Division One wrestling, isn't the best thing for everybody. That You have these people bouncing, flying off the handle like you are crazy. It's not the end-all, be-all. That's why there was a million freaking threads about Aaron Pico, and he's out of his mind, and he's crazy, and he's losing his education. Because people think that Division One wrestling is like the NFL. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, so when you're saying um, the sentiment's out there, where is it? Two people? Two people out of four million? Because I don't see it. Okay. I mean, you, you suggest that. You suggest that an Aaron Pico shouldn't go to Division One wrestling, and, and you have these guys and people think you're crazy. Uh, I don't know. I think people are starting. to That's see why we're even having this conversation. Okay. Um, we got nine minutes, Willie. What What are we gonna do? You want to get uh, expatriation here? Yeah, I want to talk about that. That's pretty fun. Tell people what that means, because I've never heard that word until you used it. Hmm. Well, we're talking about kids. Wrestlers that might wrestle for other countries. Okay, go ahead. You know, we had you probably know more than me actually, um, but we have we have David Habit wrestling for Slovenia, right? Slovenia or Slovakia? Slovenia. Slo- you had Slovakia in there, but I I corrected it for you. Okay, so that's happening. We've had other guys in the past, you know, wrestle for Ireland or, or Canada. Do- or- Alex Dolly's still doing that. He's gonna wrestle this year. Right, Alex Ireland. Dolly, um, uh, Matt Gentry, right, wrestled for Canada, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yes. Um, who was the guy that wrestled for South Africa? Was it Heinrich, Heinrich Barnes? Barnes? Of course, Fra- right. Franklin Gomez wrestles for Puerto Rico. Also, but, apparently, he's not wrestling the Worlds this year. I know that's crazy. What what is he's, going on with that? He's, he's not listed. Be, he's got to be injured. He's not listed in a delegation. He's got to be injured. That's that's all you can figure is that he's banged up in some way. Yeah, he just wrestled at the World Cup, and he looked darn good doing it. Yeah, or at uh, Pan Am's, you mean? Oh yeah, Pan yeah, Am's. He did. Um, okay, Ophir Bernstein has wrestled junior tournament, uh, at least junior tournaments for for Israel. Um, I thought he wrestled in the Olympics for some reason. No, it might have been junior. Worlds. That can't be. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know if he how he, if he would be able to qualify because Olympics are hard to get into. So, yeah. Okay. So those are okay. So the latest one I've heard is Nathan Rose, a state champ from uh, New, New York. York. It's wrestling for Trinidad and Tobago. Right. You say, you say Tobago, I say Tobago. <laughs> I think it is Tobago, actually. Um. Okay. So how about some more interesting possibilities here, Christian? Possibilities. Nothing possibilities. confirmed. Possibilities. What if? And these have legs. I'm not just throwing this out there. These these are possibilities. Austin Gomez, Mexico. Freddie Stroker, Panama. Aaron Pico, Mexico. What if what if these guys repatriated or or, or got citizenship to these countries and represented these countries um, at the World Championships and the Olympics? Etc. Etc. Good idea or bad idea, Christian Paz? Um. Well, I I think it's a it's a good idea. I mean, I think we see it all over the place. We see it. Uh, tons of Russians are ending up all over the world, competing in Canada, competing at, in different countries. I mean, it. I think it's good. You increase opportunities for guys. Now, I tell you what, making a world team in Getting to the Olympics are two very, very different things for these countries because you have to qualify sure. the way. And I would say of those people listed, Aaron Pico is probably the only guy. And I don't think Aaron Pico can re- is gonna. I don't think he would do that. I think he's gonna go. You don't. You don't USA. think in a couple years maybe um, that maybe maybe Freddie Stroker will have a good shot making making world or Olympic teams 
for Panama? Sure. I mean, I think I think he'd be a factor. And here's where it really boils down to. Okay, so it would really stink for America if Aaron Pico wrestled for Mexico and won an Olympic title, right? Um, you know, it would. I would applaud him, but and listen, a, he's he's a, um he's costing himself um, if he does that. If you win an Olympic title for the United States, it's very different than if you win it for for Mexico, especially in wrestling. So, uh, promise you, I promise you, as a he does not get, he would get so much more attention media wise, sponsorship wise. I mean, he's got a lot of that now. But if comparing winning an Olympic championship for America and winning it for Mexico, it's there's a trade off there. Well, you know, it's only recently that they have had this medal fund put in place. Um, oh, I'm not, so even, I mean, I'm not Russia, even talking about Russia, that. Other countries get paid a lot. Uh, I'm talking about Mexico, not Russia. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Um, I mean, that you you understand the difference well, you between Mexico and Russia and supporting wrestlers, right? Um, I've been told that they have. There's at least starting to have very good financial support. Um, in Mexico? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. I, uh, uh, for okay. wrestling? Yes, for wrestling. Who? I've never. I. I'm not gonna. I can't remember the I'm last time sure. I saw. There was. There was a couple good cadets and uh, freestyle and um. Well, across the board. All right, but would you they're, not? They're building, they're building. What I'm saying. Right. Maybe you don't get as much financial thing. I mean, you don't get the near the notoriety. Uh, I mean, he would still be huge. Like, it's not like the past. It's not like the past. We the flow wrestling's already made him a star. He's already made himself a star in the United States. Um, it's not like people would be like, oh, some kid from Mexico won it. No, they know who Aaron Pico is. They know who Freddie Stroker is. The wrestling community, sure, that's true. Um, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think I need to argue that anymore. That's it's but here, here's the here's the here's the thing, right? And I'm not I'm not endorsing this. I don't know if I'm maybe I am endorsing it. Um, do you want to go through the United States Olympic trials, or do you want to do you want to just basically suit up for Mexico into the Olympics? Um, well, you I... have to do it. You have to qualify. You go to a Pan Am, right? You go to a you go to an international tournament. You you qualify your spot for Mexico, and then you don't have to wrestle Brett Metcalf, you don't have to wrestle James Green, and you don't have to wrestle um, on down the line. Guess what? You're an Olympian for Mexico, and you have a shot to win an Olympic medal. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, it's obvious why guys would seek this out. I, I don't think Pico would do that. Um, these other guys, yeah, it's probably a good option. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is you're doing this because you, you know that your chances of making the United States team uh, are not good. Well, even if you think it's good, though, even if even if Aaron Pico says I'm going to win the, I can win the Olympic spot right now for the United States. Do you want to go that route, or do you want to do you want to go through that process, or you just want to? Hey, I'm an Olympian. I don't have to. I don't have to get banged up, get beat up, and I don't have to go through the Olympics. What do you think the response from the USA, uh, the United States wrestling committee would be? If that happened, let's oh, say you know, they'd be, most most of them would be uh, off the rocker. Most most of them would lose their minds. Most of them would be negative, but um, you know they're not Aaron Pico. They don't have to go through the process to prepare themselves to be an Olympian or to be Olympic Olympic medalist. Yeah, um, true, true. Well, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how it develops. If any of these guys can can make it into the Olympics. Um, Moving forward here. So, we're Willie, here's the deal. We're headed to uh, Vegas in two days. So, we're yeah, going to be there. We've not got... tomorrow morning. We're less than 48 hours away from flying to Vegas. That's insane. That's crazy. I can't believe it's already here. I feel like the summer in general has flown by at, a, at an astonishing clip. But we, we've got plans, people. We've got plans for Vegas. We know. We have heard your cries um, for more Flow Radio. And it is... Uh, been so sad to not be able to deliver, um, but we've got big plans for Vegas. We're planning we'll on multiple. We're doing it live from Vegas, multiple shows. Um, I'm not going to say we're going to do it every day, but I- I'll tell you, it's a goal. It's something we want to do. We don't know all well, the logistics, but we're going to make it, sure it, you know. 
Yeah, if we can, I mean, I'm saying that if we can do it once, we can do it every day. So we're hoping to do it every day for you. Right. So let's uh, let's plan on that. We thank you so much for listening as as our our time has come to a close here. Um, thanks again for listening. Make sure you're subscribing, you're rating, you're doing all that good stuff on on iTunes five, for us. Five star only. Five star only. We disabled four and below, so that that'll make that much simpler. Um, and make sure you're, you keep your eye out on, on Twitter, Facebook. We'll let you know when we're going to do this again. Maybe as early as Sunday, Saturday, but definitely by next Monday, we'll, we'll be doing a Flow Radio Live for you from Vegas, barring any unforeseen circumstances. So thanks again for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>